The Boiled Sports Podcast Network is sponsored by Homefield Apparel. Go to homefieldapparel.com and enter Boiled23 to get 15% off your first order. Homefield Apparel, wear one for the team. And by AJ's Burgers and Beef on Vine Street in West Lafayette. Visit eatajs.com to order or just stop in. AJ's Burgers, Beef, Beer. Surprise, everyone. Surprise. Surprise. It's a handsome post game. We decided, Boiler Dad, doing an hour or solo, you've all soldiered through enough. Exactly. You guys have dealt with me for and, long enough. And we felt like, yeah, it was it, the only fair thing was to, uh, to to bring back the varsity team. And uh, so, so here we are. It's, of course, you're watching this live, so I don't really need to introduce us. Our names are right there. Our pseudonyms are right there on the bottom of the screen. But still, there are some people that are going to listen to it, so so why not? Why are the people still listening? Are the people still listening? And these looks at analytics, version? I bet. I don't even. I don't know how many people. Listen. I actually think more people listen than watch, but it's closer now to a fifty-fifty split. Shout out! To it used all to be to- all listening, very few yeah. watching, right? Yeah. Did you guys do anything tonight? Did you guys watch anything tonight? Uh, we had we had nice dinner. My family and I. We had some nice. we had Mexican. It was good. Well, Purdue was I on mean, tonight, but they weren't on. They weren't on uh, network television. Right. Okay. So I just I just assumed nobody wanted to watch. So, <laughs> yeah. So uh, Braden Smith and Fletcher Lawyer are now one and two against IU in their careers. So that's good. They got some. They got some. Uh, they got some ass kicking to 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 make up for. You've they got really to start did. somewhere. You got to start. You always got to start somewhere, right? right. So it's a good first win to have. So nice, why didn't? Easy can you just tell me why Braden Smith didn't come to Assembly Hall? You know, it's just like when they used to forget to pack Haas's arms, and you should say, <laughs> or they didn't assemble them correctly. It's the assembly right. is difficult. That's the tricky part. Two for fourteen idea. for the young man out bad. of Westfield. Or out of Arkansas good? via. He had like Westfield. eight assists, I think. Oh my gosh! Killed it! Killed it that way. I mean, think. I mean, the dude. Dude was awesome distributing, but man, he missed so many layups. That's the thing that's frustrating, right? It's not. It's not so much missing Jays, but missing layups. That's it. That's stuff he does in his sleep, and that's unusual. So. But yeah. But here's here's I mean, been... here's the big story, guys. Zach Eady, good. Is he? <laughs> Is thirty yeah. what Jury's is it thirty three and fourteen? Is that a good? Is that he's a just good tall. line? Yeah, just tall. Is it? Just tall. Yeah. You know, a, by a the couple way, nice up and unders, a couple like pivots, you know, and like in the air, it's like double digit free throws. And he's fouled every time. Seven, four guy. And I, I I'm not trying time. to be a homer here, but yeah. like yeah. he yeah. is, even when they're not calling it, he's sometimes like grabbed like by the shoulder and like pulled back, and it's like, like he he really know. made his made his hay tonight, made his difference in the game on cleaning up messes, right? Because how many plays were an IU player ripping one arm, him dropping the ball on the floor, having to go down and get it, IU players trying to get him, him stepping through, fighting them off, hitting something ugly and sloppy. It was awesome. And and to to really lead by action, him diving on the floor oh, for man. that loose up, ball. Up that was, like 17 or 18 points. Exactly. And five the game is to go. 
game is well in hand, but he's still hustling because he has because it's been a while since he's beaten IU. I mean, like right. it, let's yeah. be honest, he's still got a winning record against them, but it's been a while since he's beaten IU. It was just really nice of Zach to put on a show for the Hoosiers. In it was. That's nice. And their fans love good basketball. I'm told. Exactly. They're smart. <laughs> we're told. Great fans. Great fans. They're, they're classiest fans. and the best fans in all the world. They know. The I know. Game. We'll get to the. I know we'll get to the comments eventually, and I don't want to get derailed, but Ed Albanese says that Jay Money does not know what he's talking about. And I feel like that's just an evergreen yeah, is that, sort of – Yeah, be, I mean, yeah. be specific because I, I – yes, no, no, we agree. Just, Everyone no, agrees. So I, <laughs> and? Uh, yeah, that, that can work. That's one of those that whenever you're like short a headline, just put that up. Right. Just right. throw that one up there. It's a good that's, idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, that, was, that was fun. The first half was really fun. Um, IU looked like a different that team. That last 10 minutes was really, really fun, too, though. The last 10 minutes was real fun. Well, you know, what I, what I would say to people who were nervous, and I'm sure you guys were among them, when things looked like they were coming apart a little bit, first never. of all, I Never knew, did I get nervous I, tonight. You I, can ask. I didn't get nervous. Really? Nervous. Well, for those that did. I got pissed. I, IU was also 4-2, and two, same, same conference record. And the reason you build big leads, especially in a road environment where you've had trouble winning – is so you can withstand that push. And the thing that I think more basketball you watch, the more you'll see this, a team exerts so much to get back in the game, right? And they closed it to single digits, and that's their chance, right? That moment when they got it to nine, if you bomb a three there or something and you break Purdue's back, then maybe you've got a chance. But if you don't do it right there and Purdue pushes it back up as they did, it's gone. It's gone because you're not going to close a 15 to 20 point lead twice in a half. You're never going to do that. Right. Right. So that's why you, I always say to people, that's why you build big leads. Right. So that you can. Yeah. It's just like, it's just like uh, when you're playing a tough team, that's like a a stalwart at home, like, uh, like, like Nebraska. And you you come back and you tie it up. (laughs) Or Northwestern. Or Northwestern. Yeah. What do you expect? (laughs) By the way, so I'm getting uh, my producers tell me there's a lot of background noise. Right when I got off, it's like got on here. It's like my family decided to have a wrestling and shouting match. In the which is great. Hold on a second. Yeah. I'll, I'll see if. <laughs> I you know the the bit for IU the comeback was I mean it was halftime you know they were coming out of halftime and that was good, but when they got their two forwards actually actually play their front, their front court playing together. That's when they actually made a run when they weren't in foul trouble. Like that's when they struggled to, to box up or to, to match up against, against Edie. That was the game. I mean, the longer that they could um, keep Ware and um, Mbako, uh, you know, next, you know, on the court at the same time and Purdue wasn't hitting threes at the beginning of, at the beginning of uh, the second half, like that was the, only way that IU was going to, you know, stay in this. I was not a good three-point shooting team, and they really showed it in Dowd's favorite part of the game, which is the final ten minutes. Like they, they water they finding its Dowd, level, right? That's, that's it. it. Yeah, that's it. I mean, and they shoot a ton of threes. Yeah, um, and they can't make them. Um, now they're getting that. <laughs> That is not a good. I'm going to tell you analytically. That's not a good mix. That's not good. The BS analytics. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but like, you know, it, it's, it, they're kind of, you know, they're resetting. I'm glad to never see Jalen Hood Shafino in a Crimson oh. and Cream jersey again. That dude is bad. He was, I mean, like, he destroyed Purdue and especially those guards. Like, he won the battle yeah. of the freshman guards last yeah. year, obviously. But Lance Jones, 
you know, we 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 began oh, it with uh, with Braden Smith, right? Yeah, we began it with Braden Smith, not you know maybe having his best night, but it was still probably <laughs> a C effort. Like I think he was still good. Like he still like you know set things up well. He couldn't shoot. That was a that was a problem. Is that an important part of the game? I'm, but, I'm, I wasn't. Yeah. But Lance Jones, man, it is good to have that safety valve. It's good to have cool. that you know, assurance. Um, and also, I mean, you know, uh, Boiler Dad, you were talking about this in the group chat during the game. I mean, just his pace during the game is so fun and such a good, such a needed dimension. I mean, we've been talking. Well, about in the second game. half, right? And that that ten minutes, the catalyst of making that kind of all come on was two Lance Jones plays where he just kind of drove right into the heart of them, right? One of them was a fast break where I think he beat everybody back and he could have pulled back. I think I, there were two IU players in a backpedal. Tell me if I'm misremembering. And he just, he went straight to the basket and finished. He He's, we can all, we can all recognize, here's the thing. You can do both of these things. You can recognize the fact that he's a streaky shooter and maybe shoots a bit too much, and also say he's extremely integral to this offense being successful because of the pace. His That pace, the way he attacks, the way he doesn't relent, the way he seemingly is consciousless, con, consciousless, correct, um, when Purdue is playing well. Like, I wish he would bring a little bit more of that attitude when things start squirming around a little bit. Because sometimes you need somebody to wake you up just with saying, okay, I'm going to go to the hoop and I'm going to draw a foul. But right? he was a he was a big part of stemming that run that IU made. Which, oh, yeah. Which we knew. I mean, I again, uh, Jay Money, like you were saying, Assembly Hall is a great venue. IU does not fall asleep for rivalry games in Assembly Hall. Say what you want about them. And especially under Woodson, they just don't. Like, they get up for this. And so you knew that the run was coming. And... Uh, uh, Lance Jones was a huge part. Lance Jones in transition, Lance Jones making smart decisions um, and being like um, uh, not being hesitant was a huge part of stemming that, right? And then obviously, you know, it helps to have um, the, at least so far, the back-to-back -back national player of the year. Uh, what first back-to-back -back national player of the year, if it if all goes to plan in what, 30 years, something like that? What, Ralph Sampson, 35 years? Um, pretty good to have, pretty good, sa you know, safety. That's player. like 40 years, I think. That's almost 40 years, because that's early, yeah. early 80s, right? Yeah. I think it was early 80s. Is that Goodness right? Is gracious. Samson the last back-to-back -back Samson, one? well, yeah. if you go by AP, because um, there were, like, um, I think Hansborough won it, but it was different. It was like Sporting News and AP, and they were split. The first time it was consensus, AP was... Um, was uh, uh, Hansborough's a good answer, though. He was, he was, he was for a, a collegiate player, he was, oh, he was an incredible college player. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. That, I, like, that's like, a good comparison. It's so stupid to have to, I mean, you don't have to say this. Purdue fans know this, but it's worth saying over and over again. Uh, like, we, we might be watching the best player in Purdue basketball history. I mean, like, that's... It, like, well, well it, I, I sat next to somebody at the game, and I said this last year. I said to the, the kid's grandpa, because it was a young guy. And he said, he said, I think Glenn Robinson is the, is the best Purdue player ever. I said, I'm with you there. I said, but, but, I said, this ED guy. He said he's got he he he's got a real argument right now. He's got an argument, and if he wins it back to back, he's absolutely the best player. I mean, he could be back to back. He could be. There is an inside shot, not even an inside shot. Like there's almost a guarantee if he stays healthy. Knock on every piece of wood that you have, that um, that uh, he finishes second in all time. 
Purdue points. He's probably there is a. I chance thought he was he closer than that. I thought they flashed he's, that up, and it looks like gonna he's. Be, it's going to be really close to to one, and it's going to yeah. have to take a couple of tourney games he more than Carson one tourney tonight. game. Um, surprise! Hey, that that one surprised me. Awesome. I, that he's that's awesome. That's incredible. It's incredible I'm, because he really wasn't much of a scorer his freshman year. But neither was Carson. That was the Carson though was he had big games as a freshman year. I, I Edie didn't have many big Did he? games. Yeah, he, I think he I, had I big thought as a freshman he got throttled a lot. I thought that year. He did. It was inconsistent, but the, like the highs were high, lows were, you know. They got benched a lot by my Yeah. <laughs> I may remember that. Um, by the way, since, you know, one of the things I think we talked about one of these other games, maybe when Purdue had like a just a dominant performance, or maybe it wasn't us, maybe it was the field of 68. Somebody was talking about when Purdue has Edie, Smith, and Lawyer all going, like, what are you going to do? And then I saw, I saw someone turn that around a little bit like, oh, but but it's it's really just those three. And you're like, oh, okay, you've got three players that if they're all on, you're literally unbeatable. But tonight, Smith was not scoring. Isn't that the formula, by the way, for every – Of any team? Success, yeah. Every- if three of their players have great games and they're talented, Gracious. I mean – If so, the majority look- of the players on the court are good, yes. Yes. Right. So, But I'm looking – I want to give a little credit here. So not only did Zach have his game, but – uh, Lance, we already talked about, you know, 17 points, uh, uh, two steals, um, strangely only one assist and one rebound, but he was seven or 12 from the field. And then Fletcher Laurel deserves a little bit of attention okay. here in a tough road environment, scoring 19 points, five of six from the floor, four of four from deep and five of seven from the line. Now we're not going to talk about the defensive end of the floor right now. Oh my God. Yeah. That's the thing. Lawyer. Not out there but that's, that's the whole thing with lawyer. We, we kind of know what we're, we're going to get on defense and there's not much we can do right as fans. You can't, you can't complain. It's just what he is. Right. And I mean that I'm not trying to put a guy down. I'm just saying there's only so much you can do unless you just start going Brian Cardinal or whatever and like bloodying yourself for loose balls. Right. That really would take that type of, which I don't think you want him doing, which I don't know. I don't think he's the guy, his body can't take that sort of beat. No. Right. Right. But what you do want from him, I've been saying this, just hit open threes and everybody's going to be happy. And then when you sprinkle in a couple of shots where you actually create, now you're like, oh, okay. Uh, and he did just that tonight. He had one play though on defense. I do want to, I do want to address this because just to be fair, he had a play where it was a fast break for IU during that big run in the second half. Somebody is trying to pick up the guy who's breaking. Lawyer is already back under the basket. He sets up for a charge. Doesn't set up well for the charge, so he's kind of doing little baby steps backward, takes the Purdue defender out of the play, falls on the ground, the IU player hits a layup. I was like, oh, goodness, Fletcher. You're trying my patience, my brother. Just just don't knock down your teammates. Can we start Exactly. There? Yeah, that's just, it. That's all I asked for. That's all I asked this for. Is, yeah. yeah. On the other no, end. Oh, come on now. You know, but I love that. But the of... offensive effort was great. Exactly. It was huge, and Purdue absolutely needed as – uh, Smith stood over the side and picked dandelions. <laughs> I know I'm he had assists. I know. Listen, I've been hard on lawyer all season. You got nine assists and six rebounds and two steals, you jerk. Yeah, you jerk. No, and you know what? I'll tell you one thing Smith did better than anybody on the court tonight, either team, is defending the passing lanes tonight was absolutely huge. He had a couple where he was anticipating so well and just what IU was about. Up, yeah. And he came yeah. and swiped a couple, like oh, you know, yeah, there was one beautiful. or two that he came and beautiful. swiped in the second half. Again, like Someone not in, as I yeah. was making a run, but yeah. Some of the comments did make a comment that uh, on the side did say somewhere back there that if 
And this is a great point. And you could always play the if game, right? But he said if, if, if Smith has an average game, Purdue probably wins by 35. And that's probably a fair point. They won by 22, and Smith didn't shoot well. So, like, yeah, but you can't play yeah. that game. I'll tell you what you can't do, though, because you, if you had all five starters play the – like, have Trey Cuffinrand play the game he did against Illinois. Have Lawyer play tonight's game. Have Edie play tonight's game. Have Smith play one of those games at the beginning of the season where he almost had a triple-double. Now, yeah. yes, if all those things happen, Purdue would win against any team by 40. Seriously. Well, that's that's the funny thing. I mean, I know you guys have done this because you are junkies like I am, and you listen to Field of sixty eight and CBS and Sleepers. Like those are those sleepers. are my go tos when sleepers I want to feel good. real good. They're, They're really good. good. They're really good. They're probably my favorite of the three. But the yeah. funny thing is, they everybody universally says when Purdue's on, nobody's beating them, right? And we haven't seen perfect Purdue game yet. Mm, okay, we've seen a couple it? close in Maui. No, I don't think I don't think we saw a perfect one there. I really don't. Right, I think I think, I think I think they've won in the tank this year. I think they've won in the tank this year. Oh, where just everybody hits their yeah, stride and it's it just it's just hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I like sleepers a lot. For some reason, those guys will not mention me by name, and we talk on Twitter. We talk on DM. Oh, do like, you? Yes, and they and they. By the way, they'll answer me on DM and then not talk about me on the show when I ask a question or I when I make fun of them when I get after them. And I'm like. Sue them? Sue them. Yeah, that's what I'm planning to do. I've already got a good lawyer. I was gonna so I was gonna reach I was gonna reach out to you guys about me should have one or two of those guys on one of the shows sometime. If they're I love that. Those them guys, more. they're machines though. They are podcasting constantly. Well, this is what they're, they do for a living though, kind of. Uh, is it? Kind of. Is it? Well, kind of, kind of. They're previewing one of them every, every job, si- so so they're they're previewing yeah. every significant game. They're post gaming every significant game. They're like and it's not like it's a five minute preview. It's like between fifteen and thirty minutes for previews and wrap ups. It's impressive the amount yeah. of late. Oh yeah, that's why I like them so much. And I mean, like I, I like. Uh, I mean, they're taking it seriously and they're entertained. The big thing that they're good at, they relate well with each other. Like that's the thing. I think right. I know you guys don't like relating with me. That's why we haven't had a had a get together in a while. But when we do, we're pretty it's good. Contract. Yeah, I know. I know. There's mm-hmm. lots of negotiation. A lot of things we gotta get right. So this is not a joke. So I'm going to address this. And I told a lot of people this happening. Jay and I talked. Jay and I were trying to get a two-man handsome hour because Anish couldn't come on towards the end of the week last week, if I'm remembering this correctly. We tried to put it together like four different ways. Yeah, it's good. And it couldn't work. It couldn't Excellent. work. Couldn't get it to work. It was, Excellent. Yeah. Get, so I was so I'm just happy. Game. I'm happy to have both of these guys here. got a call, I call tech support. Here is um, uh, Dave from the uh, – the BS analytics desk. How many games do you think IU is favored in for the rest of the season via Ken Palm? Uh, I mean, I don't Can I look at their schedule or do I just have to guess? I mean, they've got a normal big 10 schedule kind of ahead of them. No, no surprises. They are going to be face. how many left this, roughly? Give me a ballpark. What are we at? Five, five and two, seven. Probably about probably 12, 12, 13 12, games. Yeah. 12, like 13. I say Purdue. I say IU will be favored by Ken Palm in I, because you're asking. It's got to be low. I'm gonna or say, high, or high. I'm going to say no. It's not high. I don't think <laughs> you wouldn't. You wouldn't bring it up. I'd say I'm going to say four to five. Have right, a little okay. Uh, Boiler Dad, do you have a guess? How many games are they favored in? How many games is IU favored in for the rest of the season? Per three. Ken Palm? Three. They are favored. Game, my friends. Ooh. And that's pre-Purdue loss. 
<laughs> that is one game. No, this is after the Purdue loss. Oh, um, it's after there. Oh, it's after the Purdue loss. The Penn cool. State okay. game. The computers are fast, man. Penn State home game in State and Assembly Hall is the only favored to win. You hate to see it. That includes, by the way, home games against Northwestern and Nebraska. Yeah, just putting that out. Hey, there. why? Why is uh, Justin in the conference room? Uh, no, he's he's in his panic room in one of his man- okay, mansions. Okay. He's really he's hunkered down. That's right. So there's a lot of uh, there's there's gun gun fighting and happening debris outside everywhere. the gates. Exactly. Yeah. So he had to he had to get deep in the ground. So no no commitment yet. No commitment. So yeah, people no are no, noticing you're wearing glasses, which is an unusual. Yeah, I mean, it's just because uh, I showered, so you know, wear glasses after I shower. Yeah, I never shower any of them. Once a, once a week. Once a week. Once a week. Yeah. And put on there the glasses right away. There you go. You have to. I mean, you've got to have the commitment announcement for for all of the lovely people on the, on the stream. Oh, hey! So we got big news. We got big news this week. Uh, he's officially accepted to Purdue. It happened. Uh, uh, congrats! Hey, there we go. That's the work. He's he's got a, he's got a, a strong final two, and now we're waiting meetings and other things. School of Mines. Yeah, the that's a good school. Bag, uh, the size of the bag being dropped. Is, exactly, uh, got to see yeah. what that bag. That's why I keep. You know, you know, you guys know me. I'm always telling him. You got to wait for that bag. I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about Tennessee. I apply to them just in case they give me some extra McDonald's. Nil contract. Just the bag. Maybe. Just the bag of wadded up. Yeah. Tens, twenties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The football uh, coach both like McDonald's. I bet. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He enjoys it. Oh, he, he loves it a lot. Um. Well, so so speaking of the Big Ten guys, I'd like to get your perspective on something because it, it baffles me. It really, I'm not kidding. So teams like Nebraska beat Purdue, and then the next game, and they go and pee down their leg, right? Yeah. This is like the rhythm of the conference, right? Yeah. Like you play a, a good game, and then the next game, you look like absolute dog meat. I just saw today. Uh, I can't believe I can't remember who it was. One of the one of the tournament prognosticators has only six Big Ten teams in. That's really unusual. It's been eight last few years. I think almost every year it's eight, right? Oh, yeah, always. And I think they're completely correct, right? Every time a team looks like they're getting rolling, they're get, they get beaten by something hor- someone horrible because every other game you're playing somebody horrible. Yep. I mean, everybody, yeah. there are, I mean, there's and, Purdue and, and then there's, you know. I mean, and what's your question? I just wanted to see if you guys have been paying attention to this. Maybe you guys can help me feel better about everything because it just makes me nuts. The idea that all Purdue can do is lose this season. Think yeah, every time Purdue yes. loses, the, the court is stormed. That that should that answers exactly what you're saying. If yeah. Purdue loses, there's a court storming, no right. matter what. There's when was nobody... the last time it wasn't? Now, how about this? Serious question. If Wisconsin beats Purdue at Cole, do they rush the court? I mean, they're 11th yeah. right now. If the first, in the first place, they're first place in the conference. I know. Yes, How they, asinine would they, that be? They absolutely, they absolutely rush will. the court. 100%. The, the fault wow. here belongs to Tom Izzo, complaining Tom Izzo, because <laughs> Michigan State was supposed to be the behemoth. They were supposed to be the guys. They were supposed yeah. to be the team that was favored or at least about 55th shot with Purdue and, and uh, Michigan State, and everybody else is like a normal Big Ten conference. There is no other heavyweight Big Ten right now. Like so is, is, is Izzo, good, let me ask but, you guys a question. You guys watch a lot of basketball. Is this it? Is, is, are we watching I, the 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 foundation being shaken to its core? Or, I mean, is that is that happening? For Izzo, you like mean? you think he'll walk away? You think he'll pull, pull a – Are you talking uh, about Izzo? 
No, is this is this the end of Michigan State as we know it? The nah. dude's old and he's pissed off all the time. All he does is complain and compare it to yes. the good old days Uncurrent. over and over and over. Like, are, is it? Oh, he's ever done. Are his best days behind him? Is, it, is yes. there no more Final Four in the in the tank? I wouldn't I, say that. I would be so they will always they bring as bag, long man. as as long as Izzo is there, they're going to bring in talent. And Izzo is a tournament coach. That, you know, Izzo is a very good in-game coach that can win four games in the tournament. I mean, like that. Those are great, two great things that aren't going to change, yeah. right? Like, I don't think he's going to win the Big Ten again. Like, I would, I, I would. I'm not sure he cares. Exactly. I don't think he ever cared. I mean, that was something that we always talked about. That Painter, mm-hmm. Painter always, you know, prioritized the Big Ten, while Izzo always prioritized the tournament. Right. right. I don't think that he's ever going to win the Big Ten again. So in that sense, sure, I think that his best days are behind. You know, are behind him. But that that team just brings in like that. That oh, they got outfit. they got. I mean, the the always kids from Cathedral who they got that decided Michigan State over Purdue. A lot yeah. of people think he's the best player in the league. The best. Freshman. Yeah, Booker. Yeah, Booker. Yeah. But nothing's nobody's being utilized, right? I mean, that's the thing. It's like I can't I watch them play. I'm like, man, there's there, yeah. it's kind of chaotic. And the, and the way they don't have they, a they don't have a definition the way that pa- the way that Painter builds builds in continuity. It it you know, the the level of transfers compared to other squads, especially other high high level, you know, consistent top ten teams, is a lot lower. The, the amount of consistency, um, you know, in terms of the minutes allocated is very much like the previous, like the previous half generation ago of college basketball. Painter just keeps on running this show like everything around college basketball or everything around college sports hasn't changed. And that level of continuity builds in the roles that people, you know, know, right? And so this is especially for talented team like Wisconsin or I mean uh, sorry a talented team like Michigan's but when you look at minutes allocated there's a huge amount of turnover like I they're still learning their roles and it's weird the guys that are the vets there right that you've got you've got uh is it Walker right um yeah he's he's streaky as hell right I mean he's he's good but yeah He's good. He's good, but he's streaky. And Hogard to me is a guy that almost like you're like he's never gotten to the level a lot of people thought he'd get to. So those are your vets, right? But but I mean, you talk about them slowly figuring it out. And right now you look at bracketology, and ESPN's bracketology has them as a nine seed. Now they'll get the they'll get to the tournament, and they'll suddenly have it figured out. That's what I'll tell you. That's always what happens. Right. So I'm, I'm looking at the bracket matrix right now, and what we were saying, they they have there's seven Big Ten teams that are seven Big Ten teams that are in like just uh, on the combined all the brackets, and they have Purdue at a one, Wisconsin at the last two, Illinois yeah. at a four. Um, that's a fall. Illinois is playing with fire right one, now. That lost to Maryland. That that's yeah. A, that, yeah that's Nebraska no at the last nine. Ohio State Yikes. at a ten. Michigan State at a ten. Northwestern at eleven. There's a trash, absolute trash. Absolute trash. And like the the team that I think is in most danger, just because what we saw last year, it feels like they're doing the same thing they did. Is Purdue. Huh? Is Purdue? (laughs) Go on. No, no, no. Uh, Of not making the tournament is Ohio State. If I were an Ohio State fan, I've watched the last few games, I'd be like, oh, no. What are we doing here? I mean, mean, the the, um, The two and four. It's astounding. Yeah. And by the way, they just hired Texas A&M's athletic director. Yeah. Uh, they, oh, that if, happened. If, yeah, they we miss, if they miss the tournament, like 
I think that's going to be his first hire. I mean, like, I, I think that's going to be his big splash. Like, he's going to come in and get, like, Rick Pitino coming back to the Midwest. So if he, gets, like that. if he gets Chris Beard. Oh, that's an interesting call. Chris Beard! No, I, I don't he think uh, I, I don't think so. Oh. But you know, it's A and M. He's been washed clean, call. man. Everything's fine now. Everything's done. Fine. There were it's never done. any charges. He's it's fine. all a big misunderstanding. It was all yeah, exactly. It was a misunderstanding. It was really that the, the girlfriend didn't know how much he loved her, and it, they were just was trying to tell her. Jay Muddy, I've often choked you with a reckless abandon several times. <laughs> but you guys but really love each other. That I mean, that's different. Thing. That's it's a different, that entirely love. different context. Here. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> uh, it's a whole different kind of beard, too. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you can explain that to little boy down later. Yeah, I think he, I think he's uh, right step for step with you guys. I think he got. <laughs> you're kidding. Picking up what you're, you're putting kidding. down. I'm sure. <laughs> Mata, 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 no way. No way. Joey Henry says bad Mata back to. Yeah, no. you gotta win it. He didn't win enough. He, he the still first got, time. By the way, his health problems still exist, and those aren't like um, those aren't those aren't like, like Urban Meyer. Urban health problems. Exactly. I know, I know where you're Thank going. I know where you're going. You can see it in my eye, right? A little twinkle. <laughs> and that, he still can't. He can't effectively recruit because of his his. He has that that drop foot thing is legit, man. So he's yeah. he's he's in poor health. That's that's tough. To, Many right? people would stop doing the the profession that exacerbated it, but maybe basketball coaches are not. It no, they're not. They're not sane beings, are they? I mean, like, no. I'm sure. Do you think? Do you think Mata's made enough money to fade? I don't know. Oblivion. You never know, man. It depends how you live. They spend a lot too, as Patrick Ewing once said. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> they make a lot. They spend a lot. That's correct. I don't think about Chris Beard at Ohio State. That's a terrifying thought. Oh, it's totally <laughs> horrible. It's the worst thought. I like to. And you know what? Here's the problem with me. If you guys haven't figured one. this out, I know you two have figured out. Okay. He may know this. My first thought is always the worst scenario. Always. I know. And then if I can get over that worst scenario, then everything's going to be fine. <laughs> if I can't, then I'm going to be pissed off and worried about the worst case scenario until it's put to bed. So oh, man. that one's, that one's, it's right up there for me. Cause, yeah. cause but I mean, it, it, it's a, all it's I have trash, in February guys in December and December trash pile of a conference that uh, Purdue should, I mean, like, again, you know, Purdue is second, but it's not like Wisconsin is going to be, uh, is going to run the table here, uh, so I don't. I don't think that we've and Purdue plays them twice, like Jay Muddy said. So I wouldn't worry about it too much. Um, yeah, Zach's yeah. health is it? I mean, like that's that's what you're that's what you're hoping for. Again, like once every other game, we're still seeing this, um, you know, ripped to the ground. And Zach is, you know, he's better at falling than than Isaac Haas is. But man, oh, don't 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 put that out into the ether. Don't even we've already lived it. We've lived all of these scenarios. We've lived every scenario. There's Just nothing out. Like there's nothing. There's I think about this thing. I think about these. I think about these awful things. Anytime Matt Painter inexplicably leaves Zach Eady in a game with, say, under six minutes to go, we're produced up by eighteen to twenty so, points. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. It's like he forgets. It's like he's controlling a video game. He's like, oh, we're down to five minutes. I should pull him out of there. On the I, I, I completely agree, and I completely worry. I, if that's not on the if that doesn't go through every Purdue fan's head, I don't know what's wrong with in you. In the era of three of the three point shot, I mean, like it is a, a leads disappear quickly, oh, right? Not against. IU. I'm talking about it's when it's you, but but Anish, but Anish, I, I get it, but you have to trust your team to be able to hold a. I'm not talking about an eight point lead. I'm saying when your team's up, say 15 with five minutes left. Come on, come on. And That's happened a few times where he leaves them in until there's three minutes left, and then he puts in the walk-ons. It's like 15 isn't that much anymore. 15 isn't no, that 15 much anymore. 
uh, LBD and I have reviewed Purdue's tournament losses over the last decade. Yeah. And was it Cincinnati? Shout out to or... Cincinnati. I was Cincinnati good at, was I was good seven at... points in 45 seconds. That I will always remember. They were up seven with 45 to go. Uh, I think it's almost... Jay Muddy is still angry at me for the post game that I wrote, which is literally just like I got to take a walk, and I just posted it and walked. No, I wasn't me angry. I, I don't. I don't. That's fine. <laughs> it's not right not like I was gonna. I wasn't yeah. gonna read anything. Yeah, I know exactly. I, I, I mean, by the way, can we just pause for a minute and talk? Not pause, but can we? Purdue now moves on. They just hit a speed bump in Bloomington, and now they move on to face Saturday. Iowa's all-time winningest. I heard this. Coach. This is incredible. This it's is incredible an incredible stuff. feat. He passes the one other coach that I coached in Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> I think he tied him, actually. I think they're both the I winningest coaches. Him. So he, if he retires now, they can hold it together. Well, Iowa, I asked this question. Have they figured things out? Or is it, I mean, they look pretty good the last couple games. I mean, it's. I think according to Ken Palm, according to Ken Palm, it is the hardest or second, like, you know, it is, it is one of the handful of hardest games Purdue has left. I think Wisconsin but didn't you guys, at Wisconsin is, little, is the other one. Uh, you guys just read off the big 10 tournament teams. And I don't think Iowa was one of them. Correct. I'm not being facetious. They're no, they're, listed they're there, right? In there. Right. No, right. No, so, and they're, um, and they're three. No, they, three they, they, the they took all of December off pretty much. Right? Yeah. They have <clears throat> nobody. Nobody has yes, them Tom as a large. Correct. Nobody yeah, but yeah, but I mean, all all Fran needs is a glimpse of the tournament to make a run, right? I mean, like that's just get him in there, man. Just get him in there, and that's when the magic. That's when the Fran magic happens. It's that he just he makes it to the round of sixty four or the round of thirty two and sweet thirty two appearances. Is that what they call it? The sweet thirty two. Sweet thirty two. Sweet sweet. I should have come up with something better than that, but I wanted to say not only has he he's been to the sweet thirty two I think six times in his career, which by that stat alone is hilarious. That it's only been six times that he's won a game in twenty six years of coaching. Um, But he also has finished as high as a tie for third three times in the Big Ten. Way to go, Fran. Good stuff. And, he's, and I know not like, yeah, it's not like he's not had talent at Iowa. I know that you had a ton of talent. Garza. Three pros on one team. In the, both Murray's. I mean, like. So you had both Murray's Garza and the kid who got out of the, the concentration camp. I mean, he's a great story. I don't know why that wasn't talked about more in the national media. He wow. survived being starved he, for months at a time, I don't, I and he don't still played know. basketball. That is wild. I don't know. Skin and bones, if, that guy. I don't know if Garza was on the same team as the as the Murray brothers, uh, but he was on with was at on, least one, wasn't he? We're gonna it's check. Not, it's not this like both of the. It's not oh, like wait, the twins. Murray what brothers. We did one of them times. I don't know. They, no. Well, they came in at the Are same there time. two of them? Yeah. No, they came there in at the same time, and then like one of them like barely played. Like Chris yeah. barely played. I don't think. I don't know if there's. I think it's the same guy. I don't know. <laughs> it's just, you, just, you get ten fouls with one guy. That's the advantage of having that's it. Like that. That's uh, uh, it's like the Morris is the Morris the Morai, the Morai so, wins. And so hold on. Oh, Marble was, was a stud too. Ryan Clips. Garza yeah, was there oh, from yeah. and that guy, seventeen. Oh, wasn't him Jared Utah? Goodness gracious! Remember when he, remember Utah he was beat a good, Purdue by great himself? Shooter. Guys, Garza was there 17 to 21. Chris yeah. Murray was there 20 to 23. So there's yeah. a and he was good right away. He was good right Keegan away. Keegan was, was 20 good. to 22, Keegan right? Was nice. Same time? Yeah, yeah Keegan was yeah. nice. I mean, they were both – Keegan was good right right away. Um, 
yeah. Wow. Yeah. They. Should, I mean, Fran has the talent, more talent than Iowa should get. Um, at least Iowa men's team yeah. should get. Uh, they have two yeah, seasons so it's, together. Doesn't it seem like most players at Iowa are mute? <laughs> like you watch them play, and it looks like they're just yelling. <laughs> Not too silent. Huh? Not too silent. No, that guy, he talks all damn game. And he yeah, kills Purdue too. He's from Indianapolis, right? I think he he doubled the oh. percentage of African American people in in the city, the state. Yeah, exactly. Like that. Um, uh, no, so it's I, you know, it, it, Fran, shout out to you. We'll play on uh, you know on Saturday. And nobody's ever said Iowa can't score. That's one thing they can do. They oh, they can offense. score. They can score. They play all, every team he has plays offense. They just none of them play defense. Which is this is another thing. Like if if that were your coach. It would drive you so like how do you not bring in a defensive guy how do you not bring in a specialist who can coach up the defense but i guess we'll see what happens um so yeah i just wanted to mention it i wanted to give fran his uh his due his you due. want to congratulate is what you're saying you just want to congratulate yeah i i'm i'm yeah. proud of him it's a great accomplishment Everybody's great accomplishment. great regular season accomplishment by the way just days ago pretty much we were saying wow chaos <laughs> um uh, just days ago, we were talking about, well, Fran, be back next year. All of a sudden, like Lazarus. That's what we call him. Uh, that's a what we say. So everybody calls him. Or they call him the Franix. See, it's like Phoenix, but. You guys ever I see like the. That. I like that. The, what's it called? That What's that chart called? Uh, Fran, the Fran Con? Uh, Fran Con. Yeah, Fran Con. Oh, yeah. Fran Con. Definitely. Fran Con's oh, great. Okay. It's, yes, of course. I mean, Default settings. Good. Slightly annoyed. I've, I've seen this game. Oh, yeah. I've seen that game, was, the, the one time. Which one? I'm uh, Purdue and IU. We've got Purdue it. IU we got, this is it. We're, we're uh, breaking a cardinal uh, rule of the Hanson Hour, which is having the television in the background. Not only one, we got four. We got the quad. I think that's fine, though, because you're not easily distracted. No, so I'm like, not at all. <laughs> and it's I not like no, they're I'm like a you. laser. The focus is very good. Very good. But um, not one of those sharp lasers. One of those ones that just kind of <laughs> go off into all directions. Refracting, kind of? Is that what you're Exactly. Yeah. exactly. So, it's, going, uh, it's going all directions. It's being split into all of its Through parts. a prism? Yep. Before J-Money has to go get a cat out of, uh, you know, uh, that's stuck in a tree. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's not my department. That's what that's I say to the firemen. I say that to the firemen. Oh, yeah, he, he has love the it. cats. Not breathing, he comes and gives mouth to cat. <laughs> That's it, mouth, mouth, mouth to mouth, mouth to cat. <laughs> it's mouth to snout. Thank you very much. Mouth to snout. I do have, I do have dog CPR masks in my. Are you effing kidding car. me? Nope. This is nope. how we know America's in deep, deep trouble. Hey now, how dare you? Hey Jay, but I would do s- that again one more time. What was that? <laughs> oh. Over the snout. Oh, okay. okay. I like dogs uh, a lot. I really do, but let it. You if you were lying on the out. ground having trouble breathing and a dog was next to you having trouble breathing, I got to tell you, you're second. You choose the dog. I thought you were about to. I thought you were about to say, would you, if, if Boiler Dad was lying on the ground, wouldn't you want the dog to give you CPR? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. And he's your misunderstanding. It's not something for the dog to give CPR. It's something oh, if a dog is in distress. Oh, wait. That's. Oh, you missed that. I thought for sure you had a dog. In your, I thought you were teaching dogs to give CPR on your on your squad. You had a dog who came along with all the rides, and it was like a CPR expert, like a Dalmatian. Yeah, right? exactly. There's no there's no rule that a dog can't give CPR. Where is who says yeah, it? Where they, is they it? Not rule? only put out fires, but Dalmatians can do CPR. 
<laughs> well, you can't be a firefighter without regular CPR training. You can't right. be fire certified. Right. So you, <laughs> I am not. I am not a firefighter. I'd like to make that clear. That's like I said, when I'm on a call and they show up in their dumb hats and their coats and there's nothing for them to do, I usually do say something like, I think there's a cat in a tree. You're a handyman. You heal broken hearts. Like That's what James I do. James Taylor. He's an arsonist. Yeah. He just goes around lighting. <laughs> on Twitter, I'm an arsonist. That's 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 my role there. So, by the way, I want to I want to clear something up in front of my friend Jay, in front of the world. Okay, so yeah, Jay and I had it wasn't a dust up today. It was me expressing. So here's what Jay's really really great at on social media. And if you listen to my, post I don't think this I, is a compliment. No 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 no. This is a huge compliment because you're so good on Twitter. You are incredible at a one-liner that can just dice people up. Like it's like a, it's an exacto. It's so sharp. It will cut them to the quick. Okay. That's why our Twitter feed grew because Jay was on it primarily for so long. And then I took over and it just kind of leveled out. Just kind no, of, I mean, it's, it's still like slowly. It's like a it's one percent grade. It's sex bots. And here's why. Yeah. yeah, sex, yeah. It's all sex bots that are, I, I block 10 of them a day. Like I'm like, what's it? Anyway, I don't know if that does any good. I don't think it does. Anyway, so, um, but Jay's very good at throwing a grenade into a room and just sitting back and giggling at it. Okay. Like I he's do so good at it. Laugh. Yes. And he's good at it. Okay. But what he's been doing recently is he gets on, I would say now, would you say it's 80 20 or 90 10 on the tweets? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's right. I think okay. 90, 10 is fine. So what he does though, he'll throw one of those grenades and then he walks away for a day <laughs> and I have to hear, I'm catching that's- all this. Black. The best way to do it. That's the, the way to donate. You realize somebody looked up my bio, which is nonsense. They couldn't well, figure out. They looked up my bio and said, this is the guy tweeting. It's like, oh, no, it's not. You don't know. There's two of us on here. But what did I tweet that was so offensive? I go out of my it way. I don't offensive. say anything. You were right there, okay? And you were right about the Fran tweet. You were correct in both cases. And you are very funny in this. You're very good at this. The problem is I don't want to deal with it all day because I check Twitter probably four times a day on a normal day. It's usually – don't you guys take four dumps a day? Is that is that abnormal? <laughs> all, right. all right. So on a day where I've eaten a lot of cheese, it's only one one time. And you're on, not on Twitter very much. Right. And I, yeah, and I don't – and people hey, are like, I will keep the, the brilliance to my own – no, 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 don't. It's just so hard. I want you to stay in and, 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 and spar with them. You're better at that, too. I don't like doing that. So I, I actually do want to ask a question. Does, I, does IU, does the 2019 IU football team get a banner because now Alabama has been taken over by that squad? <laughs> it's a, it's you, IU do you guys Do you guys know who the, the longest tenured uh, head football coach in the state of Alabama is right now? You freeze? No, not he freeze. That's a good guess, but no. It's actually Rich Rodriguez at um at Jacksonville oh my State. Gosh, mercy! <laughs> I didn't know he was even there. Yeah, that's incredible. Is. Talk about the illness of not being able to let go of coaching. He yeah, said, where Jack Jackson, Jacksonville where? State? Jacksonville State. Jacksonville is State Alabama. is in Alabama. It's in Alabama. Yes, I is didn't know. This. He said this to me a week ago. I like, have no idea. Is it? It's, so it's in Alabama. It's in it's in Jacksonville, Alabama. Smokes. So there are about like That's four incredible. or five schools. Tell me, uh, uh, tell me, I'm not the only one here. Four or five You're schools that have come up to, uh, I don't know what we call it, Division One. What's the new FBS? FBS. FBS. What's the new, new thing they started doing? 20 10, years ago? Twelve years ago, they started. <laughs> just happened. So FBS teams that have in the last five seven years come up to FBS 
And I was sure they were historically black college. And then I'm like, that, I do have to, black I do I, have it to keeps say, happening to me. I just don't know who's who. They generally land in the Sun Belt. This one isn't uh, FBS, Glo- but growing up. Growing they were up, no, they're not. Growing up, up, I thought Georgetown was an HBCU because <laughs> I understand because I watched why. basketball and it was Big John, and so I right. was like, Big John, Big John School is obviously an HBCU. And then I grow up and I'm like, Wow, it's the furthest thing possible. Exactly, <laughs> the funny it might that's, be that's the, the whitest thing. school. That, I mean, that country. happens too, right? Where a sports culture doesn't match the rest of the university, but that one's incredible because remember Thompson put the, the African print around the neck of the, of the uniform. Big John right? was so much cooler than Georgetown as a university oh. deserved. I mean, like, and you know, cool. all of their players like, cool. were That's incredible. Exactly right. yes. I mean, you know, Pat Matumbo, uh, AI, <laughs> like all of these dudes, it was just like, yeah, they, they shouldn't. Did you play yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, Deke. Uh, morning. morning. Yeah. Good. I know morning. No, I knew morning. That's Big Man U, by the AI. way. Who wishes they were Big Man U that way? That That's Big Man U. What they did for 15 years. I mean, yeah. incredible. It was crazy. Incredible. It was crazy. Hey, shout out to Roy Hibbert. Shout out to that's Roy right. Hibbert. And then, but, but his, Hibbert was John Thompson Jr., the, right? The first from Lil John. Yeah, yep. exactly, as they call him. That was a great period of success. Or was it Junior? The third. No, it, three. it was JT3, yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, so shout out to that 2018 or 2018, 2019 IU team, whatever it was. Uh, well, for and we're talking over. about a period where IU's team is now, IU's coaching staff is, is not only, well, and, and, and their quarterback was in the national championship game. Don't forget that. The Heisman runner up. And the Heisman runner up. And Daryl Hazel's coaching staff is running yeah, Russia Notre Dame's, yeah. Notre Dame's where's where's Jared Parker now? Did Jared Parker get? He's at um, no, he's an OC yeah, at a really good yeah. school, and I'm forgetting. Uh, who who did you say? That. I Jared Parker. Jared Parker he, wasn't he a head coach? Oh yes. yeah, he just got. Oh, well, head football he was, coach at Troy. Yeah, Troy. Troy. That's a good yeah, job. Yeah. That's one of those. That's one of those schools that came up in. The John Severall was just there. Yeah, I mean, oh, he was at West Virginia too. He was everywhere. He was at Penn State. He was at Duke. He, he was gonna get hired at ECU before he got the DUI yeah. after Purdue. Yeah, yeah. that <laughs> was a done you. deal, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, also, did you know that? Listen, to this this is wild. Did you know that IU's quarterback from last year also was in the championship game? That's Huddle. right. He was the backup. Back up yeah. permission. I didn't know that till just now. I knew it because I follow some. I have some IU friends. He was there. on the ready. Did he play any downs with Michigan this year? No. No, no they barely needed Jimmy McCarthy. I mean, maybe. So let me ask you guys a question. This is just theoretical. Pretend for a second you didn't cheat at your job. <clears throat> I know this is hard uh, for you guys. To I'll have to imagine. Yeah, yeah. you'll have to imagine. <clears throat> but pretend you don't cheat. Or you didn't cheat for your job, and your employer says he doesn't cheat. Jay, Anish, they're great honorable men. They do not cheat. Okay. And then, and then you're the guy you hired to the right. He gets fired for not cheating. Okay. You just, you, you were like, yeah, you got to get out of here because you didn't cheat. Okay. So he, he gets fired for not cheating. Okay. And then all of your support staff says, yeah, he's not cheating. And then you get a job offer at another place. You go interview and then you come back and you talk to your original employer and you say, can you protect me from this uncheating that I've done? Does that make any damn sense? Am I the only person in the world that's not insane? Because I'm like listening to Michigan fans and their administration talk or fake talk or whatever they do. And then saying the world's against them. And then they 
throw fire. They throw gas on this fire. I would like to address this because I think I said this in our group chat, and I feel like this is worthy of being out on the airwaves. Yeah. I would like, because I think you'll both, I, I think you both will find this interesting too, or found it interesting. When they did the Fab Five uh, 30 for 30, and they talked to Michigan administrators during that and talked about it was this very somber like we did the right thing and we took that away and we took down the banners we have folded them up and put them away and we have excommunicated chris weber from our from our midst right and i never liked chris weber yes chris I was never weber a fan huh Jeff well but but and and i'm not a, i never like the fab five i was a purdue guy i didn't right Fine. i thought they had cool shorts and shoes but they but they they were so proud of the fact that they we, we separated ourselves from them but now you've got a case where You've got documented, not just like you took an improper thing that had no impact on the game, but you you literally cheated at recruiting and at in-game expressly. This is again, this isn't like the steroid in baseball where you can say, well, they weren't testing. They didn't expressly forbid this. So eh, there's a gray area, which there isn't, but like you could argue that. This what they did with the sign stealing was expressly specifically prohibited because if they didn't prohibit it, the teams with lots of money would do what Michigan did. Okay. So and, and yet the administrative administration of Michigan now doesn't just okay, if you were gonna be silent about it because you were winning a national title, I'm not gonna say I'd respect it, but at least I'd say, well, we don't know exactly what they think. No, they came out and released statements about what a what a paragon of virtue Jim Harbaugh is. So I don't know. What do you guys think the difference is between this guy and that team that, by the way, made Michigan super famous and super cool and made Steve Fisher have a career and right. like, like, I, I'm sorry, but that, that, that stuff, you, you I was going to say the main difference is they, they weren't punished by the NCAA. They, so this team, neither was Michigan. They were, they were punished back then. This team, though, has been found guilty without punishment, and they are under a second investigation in the same time. the Big Ten was the only thing that did anything to them, right? Suspending yeah, So far, so far. I can't wait to see what the NCAA does, what bag of tricks they're going to pull out, because we know they're so good at holding people accountable these days. Couldn't you have very easily – wasn't this – isn't this one of the rare cases? Yeah, that's right. But isn't this one of the rare cases where – like, like, so whenever there's an allegation, right, against someone, whatever it is, on the court, off the court, yeah. you know, domestic issues. If you don't have all the facts, there is always an argument made that it's really hard to take a guy and take their chance of playing away because if they're not guilty, that's really hard to do. In this situation, it's like beyond a shadow of a doubt he was guilty of this right. or his program was. Right. So you had the opportunity to say, guess what? And we've done this before, post postseason you're not eligible for postseason. We've done this in the past with college football. So why couldn't it be this year? You're not eligible for the postseason. Sorry. Or you're not, coach, at a minimum. But we decided not to because that would take teeth. Here's, take here's what we all need to understand, okay? Everyone needs to understand this. Michigan and Notre Dame are cut from the exact same cloth. And that cloth is we're better than you. We're going to talk about we're being better than you. All of our people are going to talk that we're better than you. And then we're going to cheat our f***ing asses off all the time and we're gonna look down our noses as everybody else gets in trouble that's they're the same damn thing so here's the thing alabama they by the way if you listen to what michigan people were saying on twitter and the and the and the scuttle there right all they they were all talking down about alabama being academic academics are a joke they've been cheating i was like are you guys effing kidding me <laughs> you you clowns i know you're all michigan men and women congratulations congratulations 
you guys are the worst people in the world because at least they own up to what they are. You are frauds. The whole place is a, is fraudulent. Basketball, football, athletic director, everybody's a fraud. And Ooh, even the president is a fraud because they look the other way as this shit's happening. And it's been happening for 40 years. I mean, I mean it's speaking our of fab, lives. Speaking of Fab Five and, uh, the, and a garbage conference, man, has Michigan just let it just like oh the, my gosh just it's, it's gone i mean martelli is the head coach kinda now i think did, well, have they said what juan's um like health things are but like you know juan is still like, coaching he's he yeah just, but he's out he's and back. back he missed he missed like what a month or so a month or month and yeah. a half like mm, um yeah and then but he's kind been of back Martelli's for a while back, and Martelli. arguably still not coaching the fact he's, I mean, he's uh, done, and he knows he's done, and he's, I, he's now getting weird with his doneness. This right? is the I hazard, mean, though, of bringing back a favorite legend. son of a program. This is exactly what happened with Patrick Ewing at Georgetown. They they did not want to fire Pat. They did not want to. They let him slog through the worst because yeah. they really hoped he could turn it around. And I think right. you're seeing the same thing. Michigan, they don't love him the way Georgetown – they don't love Juwan the way Georgetown loved Patrick Ewing. But yeah. they did. They don't want to have to fire Juwan. They really don't, and, and they're going to have to. Unfortunately, he's doing everything he can to earn the firing to me. Right? He's not going to take this, you know, classy. I mean, what what, what indicator did you have that Juwan Howard was classy? Is there any indicator out there? I love how you've hated Juwan Howard forever. I I, hated him from the jump, by the way, and I don't know why everybody else wasn't on board. Welcome to the freaking bandwagon, because he he showed his ass multiple times, and now he's just like, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's a comment a minute ago. We're, let's talk about Purdue basketball for a second. Okay, uh, Boilerman oh, says, yeah. this is the largest margin of victory since 2003, largest margin of victory in Bloomington since 1934. Man, pretty, pretty crazy. That's, that's yeah, Smokes. LBD noticed that, only, that one. That's does awesome. that only happen if you're tall or can you I think that's, that yeah. any height? Oh, yeah. by the way, we brought that up before. I just want to mention 1934. Jay, how old were you in 34? I, I, I was a wee lad. Yeah, you but were that, a little fella. But that, that, by the way, that he's only tall thing. I, I just want to point out, that was some jackass Twitter troll who said that. And that has gotten to the point where it's talked about on the field of 68. It's talked yep. about on the athletic. It's It was on TV. There was a the headline about it, about, you know, tall and that's not all. And I'm like, Wait a minute, wait a minute. You're giving that jackass way too much. Yeah, even though he's not being credited for it. But I remember the guy who brought it up, and he was just an IU putz who didn't know anything. And he was he was the he, first no one thought that, that. It, no one ever thought that. No one ever thought no it, but it, thought it became that. its own thing. If you look at the, people did start saying it. It wasn't just him. It it, it did take a life of its own. Yeah. I, I would say though that I mean uh I mean, Anish can attest to this. 5-4 versus 6-4. Six, 6-4 four. Six, four wins most of the time. But 6-4 needs to be skilled like Anish. That's the other thing. There have been plenty of unskilled seven-footers. Yes, basketball. yes, there have. And the funny thing is, like, uh, the Cobra stats brought this up. All the seven, three, and taller people that have been balls in NCAA basketball, there's countless. They're everywhere. That right. What we're watching with Edie, it's not just him being tall. Someone asked a very good question earlier. It was a very, very good question. I don't know if they were available or remember Robinson as a player. The question was, who was more dominant, Robinson or Edie? Okay. 
I was at Purdue when Robinson was in his final uh, year at Purdue. Okay. And I would say Robinson was more dominant simply because he could have the ball in his hands all the time. That's a big difference. Edie has to be set up by someone. Robinson would, could set himself up. And Robinson was, he didn't do it a lot, but when he ran point forward, he was an absolute mother. There's nothing you could do about it. Here's what I want to do is actually just switch their eras. I want Edie to play in the era that Big right? Dog played in, and I want Big yes. Dog to play now. Good because Big shot. Dog now. Goodness, that's good. Yeah, Big Dog, with his career would be better, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Zach back then would be just as dominant. I mean, like that, you know, he could. Oh, Zach back then. That's, 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 he'd be just as dominant. He'd be the number one overall. He'd be the number one pick in the the draft. A hundred percent. I mean, like it. And so it, and, but that ball handling, that like, uh, that independent dominance independent of everybody else. I mean, Zach is dominant, but he is still dependent on needing good entry passes, right? And when he's quadruple teamed and the team can't hit a three, this is a problem. Big Dog could just take the ball and do that. So, like, dominant, that specific word, like, yeah, I, I think I'd have to give it to give it to the Big Dog. Um, but, like, a better season, a better career, like, I – you know, it is that's that's where you, uh, that's where you start to get e, well, you know, at the top of all of these all time lists. That's a nice segue because the commentariat on the side is discussing. They 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 were just ignoring most of our oh yeah our, yeah our, our, our ranting and they said Ted Berkey says the Mount Rushmore of Purdue basketball and this is this is I saw this one earlier this is a good take Mount Wooden Big Dog Edie now you can certainly think of other guys you would say you want in there but that's pretty good. I think that's, that's it. I think that's it. I see. It's it's every it's, era too. Yeah, but the it's yeah, so I have a, I have such a hard time leaving Shieldhouse. You have a hard time with Wooden. You the a, Wooden Shieldhouse or the I mean, right. you've got a couple other guys that you could that you could put there. Well, and the problem that you know what Wooden propels him to, and Michael will love this because by the way, Michael the national champion. I just have to say this. Yes, the national championship. Absolutely. Wooden Produced was on the only national, national champ, and and it's, and Michael a, loves a banner Purdue hanging, being, Michael. You, this is a kind of a test to see if Michael listens to the show that he. I don't think he does. I know he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Um, but he's still in the chat. I mean, he hears us gracious. enough. He's in the VIP room. He's in the green room all the time. That's right. Um, so, if you don't know this, Michael can't stand the 1932. The what's that? What type of championship? The Helms, the Helms no, Trophy. Yeah. And I understand why he can't stand it. But you got to understand, you got to look at the era it was in. I I understand his point. That's like saying anything voted on doesn't count. I I understand the point, but you got to look at the different era. I mean, Mount what Mount was too. He was incredible. He was incredible. Um, and I'm not even saying as a coach. I think he was a cheater as a coach. So that's I mean, wouldn't yeah. So but not Mount. Wouldn't you said Mount. Yeah. Nabbit, not not yeah. Mount. Wouldn't. Sorry. There's a there's a. Well, Mount was as a scorer, by the way. Let's switch gears back to my brain. Actually, yeah, sure. Mount as a scorer is the best produced scorer ever. Ever. There's there's nobody close. The fact that there was there's there was no three pointer. There was no three pointer, and he did what he did. He lit teams on fire. He'd score 50 and 60 points. And obviously, this is the funny thing. People think playing a fast-paced offense is something whenever a team does it, like, oh my god, it's modern basketball. No, no. Purdue played a very fast offense and not a ton of defense back then. Right. Got him to the final. That was it. That was an out of its time team, yes. right? If they yeah. were playing fast and and trying to score constantly when there was no three point shot, yeah. uh, like for most of IU's championship. What? Oh, sorry. By the way, that's that 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 
Mount Rushmore that's in the comments should be brought up. You guys can, if you can bring that up, that'd be, that is great. It's the one by Frail uh, Hammers. And yes. If you can find it in a niche, this is, this it's is a, difficult, but it's, it's not great. that far down. I saw it. It's worth it. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. We'll find it. Anyway, well, as we, as we find it, let me do something real quick. The people that made my shirt, that's home field apparel, head over to home, home field apparel.com enter boiled 23 still uh, for 15% off your first pair uh, purchase. I think a niche. Don't get that shirt though. Don't get that shirt. Don't get though. this one. You don't want people to get no. this one. You don't like underdogs. Is that what you're saying? No, I, I love I underdogs. Love my, I love my alma mater. Yeah. I, I, that's that's I, a wild thing. <laughs> um, so, Frail Hammer says this. the Mount Rushmore is uh, Cor- his Mount Rushmore is Corey Spates, Patrick Beatty, Tra- Scott Martin, Travis Carroll, and No Jelly. So, my favorite part of this might be that he gave five names for Mount Rushmore. <laughs> it makes it it's even better. It's better. It is better. It makes it makes the it, the funny to it's, another level. It's very it's, yeah, it's extra stupid. It's yeah. good. It's very, very good. So the no, funny Kindle thing Stevens. is whenever you get in these things, and this is a niche no, type of thing. Stevens. No, Kindle yeah, Kindle Stevens in on there? What the hell? Well, you can't have six. Wouldn't that be ridiculous? So when people – this is the funny thing. Somebody started talking about tears, T-I-E-R-S, not T-E-A-R-S, of, 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 of Purdue greats, right? So when yeah, um, Anish likes this stuff, though, because Anish brings this stuff up that are that – are, that are, they're like hard opinions that you can't prove wrong. You can't prove right. <laughs> like they're like, this is a fact. First tier, and people were talking about first tier greats. No, he's moved down to the second tier because I saw somebody say Etwan Moore is in the second tier. That was like a big proclamation. And I'm like, why? Troy Lewis being second tier, by the way, somebody said that. I don't know how, how big, big the, the tier, tier is. Troy how Lewis big, exactly. is a beast. But I don't I gotta have the tiers defined, I guess. Remember when we used to write long form things where we do we'd break all this down and we'd be yeah. like, oh, I don't know how we had so much time on our hands. No, but, I'll tell you why we didn't have kids yet. Stupid kids ruin all the fun. Oh, sorry. Yeah, right here. Yeah. Well, no, he was a baby, so we had to have because by the way, Boiled Sports started, he was like five and a half, six months old. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's pretty fun. Pretty fun history. Um, so he was, but, uh, my wife, Mrs. Boiler dad was doing all the work. Clearly <laughs> I was writing needless posts, research posts, by the way, that's For one six thing. people to read. Yeah. I, I do that still with video posts. You guys know, I did that in the last month where I, I do a really heavy research post takes me 50 hours of labor and then like four people watch it or listen to it. It's so fun. Joe Ensley says that Zach never hit a three pointer. Well, neither did Rick Mount. So in your face, Joe, in um, your face, got him. That was a great point. <laughs> John Wooden, no three. John Wooden, zero yeah, John three. Wooden did a damn thing. Never hit one. <laughs> How Joe Barry Carroll isn't in the conversation? Yeah, Joe. Oh yeah, took that's the t- last final four. That that has to be that the context. That's why Wooden gets propelled to the next level, right? Obviously, Mount is propelled to the Mount is he he checks every box. He's like the Aiden hey, O'Connell uh, of fun of fact. basketball. Is that the right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, was good. Fun fact: uh, Lee Rose, the coach of the 1980 Final Four team, is in the Kentucky Sports Hall of Fame. Do you know why Lee Rose is in the Kentucky Sports Hall of Fame? Uh, he won the Derby. <laughs> yep, that's it. That's he's a well-known. He was a jockey. Yeah. So Lee Rose has—he's an amazing, amazing coach. Not only did Purdue to the Final Four, he also took UNC Greensboro. UNC Greensboro to the Final Four. Yeah. Wow. So, that is unreal. Which is also not in Kentucky, 
But I assume he's from Kentucky. Is that why yeah, we're yeah, doing that? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I watch a game at, at Belgium and they, at the stadium. They play at the what's it called Liberty Liberty no, Dome. Freedom, Freedom Hall. Freedom Dome. Same thing. Freedom Hall. For same thing. Um, Liberty Dome Liberty and Freedom Dome. Hall are not the same thing. No. You said Liberty Dome. Liberty Liberty no one would know Freedom. what you're talking about. America. Freedom Hall. Everyone would understand. Okay, what you're talking. Call, call it America Arena. <laughs> Freedom and Liberty. At, at Freedom Hall, they America have, Tent. They have all the all the Kentucky Sports Hall of Famers. So. Ask him why he was at a Bellarmine game. No one really knows. He went so, during his Christmas break. A Bellarmine game? Yeah. With with a, a, a boiled sports listener to watcher. Uh, he was at a Bellarmine game. They, uh, our, our pal Jared, he went to went there yeah. with him. So Because they're, they're junkies. They're college basketball junkies. No, Andy in Colorado. Lee Rose did not win the Kentucky Derby. We were kidding about that. <laughs> that was a joke. It was a joke. See, this is the stuff that worries me. Do we know I... it's a joke? But he was a Are state sure? bowling champ in 1960. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true. So, Trail Hammers asks, "Was Anish in elementary? There was a time, yes, he was. <laughs> I've been there. Or do they mean that TV show called Elementary? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Abbott, Abbott Elementary, yes, yes, I star in that as well. Okay. <laughs> uh, by the way, can we take a? Let's ask the people that are watching live, listening live. Is that a focus? Yeah, I know. Is that a focus? <laughs> Does everyone agree that there? What drug is it that Anish is on the commercial of right now? Oh, it's collagenish. We saw it with a mustache, not a full beard. Oh, it's very possible. Oh, you said, uh, no, we filmed a lot of B-roll. Yes, you said oh, Tesla? Tesla. Tesla. So you guys, if you guys can hey. sound off in the margins, I, I told Jay this Anish off the air I didn't before see we it. got on. I said I'm pretty sure that's a niche in college on the. Oh, Tesla commercial. I, I get those sweet I get those sweet, sweet pharma. Exactly. Pharma you got that big, big dough. That's how you're able to afford all the nice stuff you wear. And, and I took a picture of it, but it's perfectly coiffed hair. It was all that deleted. Stuff. Huh? I took a picture of it, but it was deleted. So. Yeah. He kind of gives a look in the commercial because he gives the girl a hug because he's like, Oh, this one's gonna right. He's like, Oh, yeah. this might work out. He looks old. And it, and I'm getting I'm getting a niche vibes because the ladies love a niche. He looks that's old you, and young. No, that's usually the look I give you when we see <laughs> each true. other on the, yeah, on the instances we true. see each other. Well, uh, uh, so that may be the uh, that may be the it's a, it's more of a mental image that you're getting here. Yeah, Mr. Pfizer, Cialis. Somebody said Cialis exactly. Oh, oh, I, found, I, I found it. Okay, okay. No, don't 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 play it. Don't play it. No. That won't translate. We can't, we won't. That won't. That's not good. That's not good radio. No. He's gonna, exactly. he's gonna try. He's gonna do the thing directly. where you bring his cell phone up to the camera. This yeah, always works great. Looks, looks like him. So here it is. Yeah. Oh, I cannot see. You know, it does kind of the little. It looks like it looks like Aaron Rodgers. I was just gonna say it looks like Aaron Rodgers. I completely agree. <laughs> but don't people say that about you all the time, Anish? You look just like people mistake him for Aaron Rodgers all the time. No, no, no oh, I'm not Aaron Rodgers. You couldn't. You couldn't have, we went from big pharma money to Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. That is such a good trip. I don't want <laughs> so I don't want this SEO. I don't want By this way, SEO. Six I don't foot want four. These. You never seen Aaron Rodgers and Anish together, have you? Probably the same guy. That's right, he's my alter ego. That's right. On one side we try to heal people, on the other side, well, don't worry about it. I wanna I wanna air something because somebody hit this Ben Carnahan hints at this, and my dad has hinted at this, and my brother has hinted at this, and other people have said Quick casts, they're they're putting air quotes. By the way, I don't title those quick casts, those post games, and I've transitioned those out of quick casts into a handsome hour, kind of a, um, a, a stopgap. Yeah, quick quick casts is right. because there are so many people that are clamoring for you two 
I mean, I'm as close as I can is yeah. can get to you guys. I don't recall any. We never complain. You always, it always sounds like you feel like you have to justify yourself. You do not. No, not so us, many people. Not to your like, dad. I'm getting it at home, man. I'm getting it. I know. Home. I know. My dad, my brother, texting me saying mean things, hurtful things. But they're watching. They're watching. It's like Howard Stern. They're watching either way. Doesn't matter. They want to hear what he's going to say next. That's right. Yeah. What's he going to say? What's he going to say? I'm much better as a member of a team, for the record. I just can talk a lot. <laughs> right. Uh, Ryan Clippish says, well. handsome hour plus Tuesdays on Peacock. <laughs> it's just, by the way, it's just as good as Big Ten, BTN plus. Handsome okay. hour plus. When this just gets all folk, out of focus and blurry, that's BTN plus. Yeah. That's awesome. That's <laughs> it's awesome. like watching on Peacock. By the way, how did you find a camera that, that doesn't have autofocus, Jay? What is what is up with that? This is the same camera. You're out of focus for a good five minutes. <laughs> Sorry. This is the same camera I've always used. Sorry, it's not up to your standards. I'm on the go yeah. today. This is bunker cam. Hashtag bunker cam. This isn't knuckle cam. This is different. It's my it's my my detachable. Okay, that's it. That's it. You can put it at different angles. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Body cam. It's on top of the computer. Body cam. Body cam. All all your all your. It's body cam. You're a police that's officer, right? right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. If anybody knows police officers, it's Doctor Anish. <laughs> That's right. I've had many, I've had free interactions. That's right. This is this guy. He's, he's he he always is dealing with police. Not, not negative stuff. He's he's helping them. He's helping talk people off ledges. He, they call him in. He's like a some special ops. Uh, when when things get bad, you call him niche. When there's a when there's a kitten dying, you call him niche. That's right. I think I have a show on CBS. <laughs> so how do you guys feel? Let me ask you, Anish, because Anish has been. You've got really three very different perspectives, really three very different perspectives on Purdue basketball right here on this great on this handsome hour. Okay. And I'm not going to really break down what they are. You guys should kind of know, we know what we are, but I'd like to hear from the other two and maybe even LBD here. What are your thoughts on Purdue basketball just past the midway point of the season? We know what they are. We see what they are. Are you surprised by anything? Do you feel better than you did in the pre-con or in the preseason? Or do you feel like still like, okay, this is kind of biding our time until we can get the taste of our mouth? I know, Anish, you, I don't think you think that way. Is that correct? Or my, I don't want to put no, words in No, I mouth. do feel better about this team than uh, – so. Uh, but to be fair, uh, a year ago uh, now, Purdue was 18-1. and one. Uh, you know, yeah. and so it, it was like, it was, it was, re it's really hard to say that it's not you right feel now. better than you it's, were. You want to see how you feel the final weeks of the regular season into the, that's where you want to see how you feel. I think I th this is a, I felt pretty bad by the way, in like middle, late January last year. No, yes. but you felt because I saw cracks February, February. forming with the guards. February. I think you felt bad February. because the February. last Everybody few keeps games, telling me this. I'm wrong. The no, last few no. games, they, they won the Big Ten tournament, and they didn't play a really good game in the Big Ten tournament. Like, I know we've wiped all that out, and we didn't care about right. the Big Ten tournament. Right. But they looked not good winning those but games. But it was foreshadowing. It was. I wish I, wish I think, could see. I, I wish I had it. I'm sure that one of these advanced stats things has it, but you can see the kind of three-point shooting through each game. I could pull it up on Basketball Ooh. Reference, but I'm not going to. 
I think that's Purdue's number one in the conference. That's so a big, February. That's a difference. If you're looking at one thing, it's, February last year is when it started taking the dip. That's when, when you saw the apart. freshman hit the wall at the end of February. That's when, it, and there was no Lance Jones to, you know, to to lean on. Um, you know, you we had a good senior transfer guard last year, but he wasn't a defensive, you know, like fast break. All of these kind of everything that Lance Jones is now. Um, I feel better with that element. I feel better with a year. I really do think that this team is as good as last year's team, except a year more of experience and with one. I think, I think they're better than last with year. With one significant yeah. wound that they're like one significant scar that they all kind of collectively have, which is always good. Um, I, I do still think that they get rattled. The guards get rattled under pressure. Um, like if you can double ED and still keep pressure on the guards like produce passing out of them really well produce well, finding swing tonight. finding the open three i mean yeah exactly you hit that skip pass he on the three point arc when produce playing like they did tonight it looks great but man they have those nebraska games and it's not like but of course you do of course you do it's going to happen you're not going to go right. undefeated right but right. And so I feel probably I feel a little bit better than I did last year, and that you know I felt really good last year. Yeah. It's just I also have a wound. We all also have a wound and a scar that we've got. Right? When was the last time Purdue lost to a really good team? Boy, oh boy! Well, uh, last year in the Big Ten tournament, no, no, uh, they won. No, the Big I mean, they won. Sorry, they beat, sorry. beat Penn the, State the previous year, like the year before. That was Iowa, right? In the championship. Iowa, Iowa. championship. But were Iowa they good? With Murray with wow. Iowa with both of the Murrays. They were like. Would you call them really? Good? They were like a five. In yeah, the they had. I think. Which, they if had, I got that right, that's so ill. That's so sick. But I know it's so stupid. I, I say they yeah. were about a five that year. Keegan Murray was on that team. Chris Murray was on that team. Both McCaffreys were there. Bahannon so, was there. Coming up on two years ago. Yeah, 20. That's even a stretch. That's even a stretch, right? They probably lost to Michigan State once that year, and they were a pretty good. That was a pretty good Michigan State. Pretty decent, I think. Um, Lord Garrity says Virginia. We were all there. Well, they lost well to, that was a great I team. I mean, they lost to IU twice last year, which IU wasn't good. IU, IU wasn't, wasn't good. good last Maryland, year. Maryland, Northwestern, both no, not, not good. Did IU Rutgers, make the tournament last not year? Not they did. They yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they won one they, game. They lost, they yeah, game. they lost in the Sweet they 16 to Miami. Yeah. No, 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 no. They lost in the 32. They didn't win. Oh, 32 to Miami. Yeah. Okay, right. okay. 2021-22, uh, they lost to Wisconsin, who went 25-8. and eight. Okay, good. But let's see if I'll there's more that. recent. Okay. That's good. Um, 22, but that's... 2021. 22-21. Like, yeah. I think... It's the third of 22. Well, I guess what I'm... The year. What I'm getting at there is... is <laughs> when they lose to teams... I know what you're getting at. Well, no, I mean this almost as a, a, if you want to try to be positive and spin yourself in the positive direction, you can say those losses aren't something to be super worried about because it happens. You're going to play 35 games. You're going to lose a couple. You're going to have a couple stinker nights. Here's my my rub, okay? You're going to lose games, right? But here's the thing. It almost feels like, tell me if if I'm errant. Denise, you're good at creating a bumper for me when I go off the rails, okay? Tell me if I'm wrong here. But you can have bad games and you can lose the good teams, but they don't do that. They get mentally up for those. That, yeah. to me, makes me think that this is all a mental thing. It's a lot of mental thing. But but on an X's and O's, from an X's and O's perspective, keeping Zach like uh, drifting away from the basket. So Zach, whenever Zach is off of one foot or drifting away from the basket, 
he shoots sub 50%. Like I it's it's Did you see by the way, sidebar. Did you see the play versus Penn State where he had leaned against the Penn State big? Can't remember who it was. And he got his feet wrong and his one leg was swinging over the ground yeah. and he was trying yeah. to find it so he could drive. It's it's crazy. I mean like it people that big should move and he rarely moves like you know what right. i mean like he rarely right. has moments yeah, of uncoordination but if you can keep back off and you can still pressure the, guard, the perimeter you can still pressure the shooters um like that is the recipe for it um smaller teams tend to do that because they they overload zach so zach can get comfortable and then it relies on produce three-point shooters to to shoot and work right look at what iu did tonight by the way they said we're gonna play zach straight up they played him man for a big chunk they got toasted by it right it hurt them when they would drop off right they'd say okay we're gonna try to get him he would beat their doubles when, almost when where and Baco are in you can do that uh -huh. but when it's only one of them you're gonna get barbecued every time and yeah. so it's like you yeah. know woody's a good woody's a smart enough coach and so he can you know he can draw that up but i do agree i mean like michael said this in the group chat i trust purdue you know we're we're talking around this let's talk right about this you trust purdue more in an elite eight matchup than you do let's say earlier in that right um absolutely and so and purdue gets up the, yeah you know for big 10 games it's not that Purdue doesn't get up for them because Purdue, I think, like, you know, in the Big Ten, all of like all like goes venues, you know, gets you up. Painter knows um, you know, play he has the spiel about like going on the road in the Big Ten is difficult. Um, like every road game in the Big Ten is a war. Um but it is those, you know, non con like, you know, non con bad teams that make it that the guards in a strange way. Right, so I don't know. I feel just about as good as I did last year. I think this is a better team than last year. Um, I, I feel a lot better because of like you know we all talk about formulas of success, things that that earn success in the tournament. Obviously, you got to have a a player that's a big time player. Purdue had that last year. They have it this year. You got to have got You got to have guys that are. Um, you got to have guys that are um, experienced at the guard spot, and they didn't really have that. Right. This year, yep. they've got that. And so that's the thing. That makes them, by default, better. If those players wouldn't have gotten any better, it wouldn't matter. Smith is so much better than he was last year in spite of what we just saw. Yeah. I mean, but here, here's the thing. Interesting. There's a couple interesting things. We were just looking at the stats from tonight's game. If you look at the big three tonight, of course, it's Jones, Lawyer, Edie. Okay, so the formula of having just two guys that can release the pressure when it gets difficult on Edie, that's a big deal. Having Gillis as that third man in the big three is fine. Having Smith as the big man, the third in the big three, you need to have three guys arrive every single game. And that's kind of the big problem they had last year versus the FDU. Nobody arrived, yeah. right? Nobody could knock down shots. Nobody did anything. Tonight, you had enough. You had just enough. Lawyer didn't play a perfect game. Lawyer played a good game. Jones played a very, very good game. Gillis. For, Gillis, for Jones, that's about, that's what I want. That's the perfect game for Jones. Gillis was good. Morton played his, played his role. Was solid. Yeah. Like, I mean, you, you had a good, you had a good. Man, the vitriol towards Morton on oh. Twitter just absolutely kills me i gotta tell you i don't know what you expect we yeah, hear it I don't a little bit here people expect like he, he's he's i don't he's either. the eighth man off the bench and he's told to be he, 
and he's good enough to be That's a starter on many. He's good enough to be a starter yeah. on other teams, not on Purdue, but oh, on other. He sure. could tra- he could have transferred out this year and been a starter. He started Penn State. At high major I'm watching program. Penn State right oh. now beat Wisconsin. He would start. What do you do? You State. think that um, do, do you think that Shrewsbury would kill for somebody both skills wise and oh, mentally at Notre at Dame, Notre Dame oh, on that gosh. trash yeah, fire of a Notre Dame team? Record. I mean, like I bet he's he's Shrewsbury wishing for thing. Morton after you know after all of this. Yep. Um, and so it's like he's a good enough player to start at a high major thing, and he's like that eighth, ninth man off the bench, along yep. with you know like Colvin and all of these Hi. guys. And he comes up with steals. He's long. He defends. He's kind of the breaking class in case of emergency. You know, him and Heidi yep. are the kind of length um, kind of defenders. It's off such the an bench. embarrassment of riches, right? That it you really can is. go to those guys. That Heidi's just down the bench. I mean, and, Caleb and first. Caleb first. Caleb. Talk about a guy who could be starting places. It's like it's like this that this and he he both he and TK do the same thing to me. They'll have one or two moments in the game that they're in. It doesn't matter if it's a good or a bad game. Both of them will have moments where I'm like, "Dag Nab, that guy's impressive." Just the way he moves without the ball, then the way he goes and finishes, the way he crashes the board. Something about him. Both those guys are crazy athletic for their size. I think we take it for granted because we're so used to seeing a behemoth that can just score at will. Those guys have to work hard for their buckets like most 6'10", 6'11", big men do, but they're pretty damn quick. TKR put a guy on spin cycle oh, tonight versus so high you that holy that was moly. Beautiful. He was and so that's kind of what first has done this year. Off the dribble, first has been good. One good dribble, one good quick step, and he gets to the glass. They're both impressive guys. Yeah, I mean, so – in terms of kind of differences from last year, it is the the guards taking a step forward. It is having a third guard that you can depend on with the ball, um, both defensively and with the ball in Jones, and especially that fast break component. It's not that was not a part of Purdue's game plan last year. Right. And even this right. year, it's kind of strange to see everybody bolt. Like, you expect to see Purdue kind of slow up. I mean, the difference in pace, like if you're looking at Kempom, the difference in pace between last year and this year in terms of average possession length going from the shortest, you know, average tempo going from, you know, the the lowest tempo. Do you know, and I'm not trying to put you on the spot, like where did they rank last so year versus where I, did they I rank just this have year? it this year. In terms of pace last year, or tempo, they were 324th, which is virtually okay. last. Um, right. And this year they Gosh. are like 106, they're average. Like they're an average tempo that's, team. That's a big difference. And they're an upper. It's a big difference because Painter is so methodical yeah. generally in the sets. So you're going to, that's going to slow you down. But it but, is. And I would say that all comes to Lance Jones. It, yeah, that's all. I, I mean, it is. And, and even Braden Smith is now yeah, like, he's like, he's, he's okay running, right? The, you have the circles. And so if, if Edie is in foul, if and when Edie is in foul trouble, you have these bigs off the bench who are one year kind of more comfortable, right? And then the other part of this is that if it becomes either a war of attrition or foul trouble, Purdue is, Purdue has the, you know, Purdue uh, has the advantage over pretty much any team in the country. It really comes down to, sh- to shots though. Purdue's a better, yeah. I mean, like we've been like J money, why, you know, it's the money ball quote. Like if they, if they're good shooters, why don't they shoot good? Like it's, <laughs> it, they're better. Sh- they're, they're more consistent this year. Now that hit a brick wall in February. So you want to see that you know, push through at the, through the big 10 season. I don't think that that'll be a problem this year, but that's what to watch here. Like, does the pace stay up? Does the pace stay up? Does the offensive rating stay up? Does the three point shot stay up in 
um, you know, in in uh, February. Those are the things to watch. Purdue only took 19 threes tonight, which I find interesting. And Smith was 0 of 6. So yeah. they were 7 of 19, shot 37% from deep, and that's with an 0, 0, 0 for that Damn. I don't think Smith will usually do. Smith shot you know? 0 of 6 today? That seems 0 of 6 from deep. Wow. 2 yeah, of 14 from right. the floor. That's not going to normally happen. No, I mean, even, no. a, even a yeah, after he misses a few, usually one's going to go in. But you flip it around, the lawyer's four or four from deep, and that's pretty good. So if, if man, it's all about whether you deploy them right, like keep, people keep talking about, you keep talking about how first can come in and Heidi can come in and uh, Jake Hoffman Wren can come in and, and, and you got to deploy them right. If somebody's not, if, if lawyers have one of those games where he's going to put up a two and not play any defense, you got to know when to pull them right. And then again, and that tonight, seems, that's one see, thing with. Lawyer specifically annoys me more than anyone. The way the way Paint uses him, the way he I don't want to say disciplines him, but the guys at sleepers had a big problem with it. They said they said, How can you how can you hold lawyer to this standard? I'm like, you have to hold lawyer to that standard, in my opinion. And it's all defense. To me, it's not offense. He'll he's he's gonna be the same guy offense. He's he's gonna he's gonna make shots when he's open. The problem is a lot of teams have decided we'll take him away, right? They'll say, Okay, we're not gonna give him an open jump. I mean, that's what I would do. Absolutely. Right. I would stick. Because right. he's, he's an easy guy to take away, by the way. You don't have to put your best defender on him. You just have to have somebody on him. Length. You put length yep. on him. I mean, yep. length. And he's actually gotten a lot better at finishing, like driving and finishing through traffic, or at least getting to the, like not shying away from contact, right? That is a place where he's he's actually, um, like he's improved, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, like it, if I were you, pressure, pressure, Edie, pressure um, later. You pressure Edie, and you pressure, and you take away lawyer, and oh. you you make the other guys beat you. Oh. Now, here's the thing: oh, no. is that Lance Jones could, like, right? Like Lance Jones could beat you, but uh, you know, it is what it is. Is he all right? Yeah, uh, he's he's an old man. He's a Sorry, we, I, I lost all I lost all video for a second. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> Um, yeah, anyway, Purdue uh, should run away with the Big Ten this year. Um, but you know, it's still behind. You've got to see. You've okay. got to so, see. what do you, who, how many, how many losses wins the Big Ten, in your opinion? Four, four or five. How many losses? Four, you could have five, five is 15 and five. Stuff. And so I, I think I, that's I, that was your number before the season, Jay. That's that's what you talked about. Yeah, I think last year Purdue was 15 and five and ran away with the Big Ten. I mean, you can play the game, right? We can take a look at, at uh, Wisconsin here. So I know I don't know what's going to happen tonight, but they have they have a lot of games. I'm not even going to go through this, but they have to play. You know, they got to play. Uh, let's see. Eh, you start looking; they don't have a lot of games. You worry no, they about. don't. At, no, they don't. At I Nebraska versus Purdue. Uh, maybe at Iowa. Maybe versus Ohio State. Maybe at IU. Maybe versus Illinois. No, I, at I, Purdue. I, there are could come down to the last game. That's a tough out. Could come down to senior night. Could come to senior night at Purdue. At Purdue, last game of the year. I would. I would not like to be Wisconsin if that's the case. I would not want <laughs> any part of that. Senior night at Purdue this year is going to be Zach Eady's last madhouse. It's going to be great. That's a ticket I don't have, and I wish I had right now. I mean, that's just that's saying. He's just putting it out. Just there. saying. Bro. Just throwing it out to Ethan. Sure would right love there. to be at the game. I would love to be there. <laughs> That's that's gonna be a great one. That's gonna be a fun one. That would be fun if it came down to that. Because I don't know about you guys. I I don't think I, I don't want to speak for you guys. I don't really care if they win the Big Ten. I'd like to, 
I know, but a senior night in that scenario, that's no, no. That's in that scenario, yes, that that I would want it. I I'm saying hate if Wisconsin, I hate too. them a lot. Me too. I given too. given that there's no other, um, there's nobody else in the Big Ten, and for Purdue to lose the Big Ten, it would mean that I think it would mean that there's something off. Um, given the quality of the Big Ten now. Um, that makes me want it, but not because of anything else. The other part of this is that yeah. we went through that, the you know, the Jaden year, where it was an incredible year. That was yeah. an incredible team. They didn't win anything. You know, the Super Seniors year, incredible team, memorable mm -hmm. team, amazing team, didn't win anything. It's like you want to at least rack up things that Zach Eden These guys was, have all racked, you know, they've racked up things. The only thing they need to, I mean, I know we hate, I know, they I know. they've got to rack up something in March to, to really yeah, that's be, it. that's it. That's why it'd be nice. It'd be nice. It'd be cherry on top. It'd be the thing that you use. It's like the LeBron arguments for like, you know, all of these, you know, all of these side quests that mm -hmm. he's doing yeah. to be the greatest of all time. Right. Like yeah. for Zach Eady to win another, you know, back to back big tens, like that is an argument for him to be another argument for him to be, you know, greatest Purdue basketball player. So who are the time. top three all time in the NBA? And I know you have top three. Give it quick. I, I, Kareem, uh, yeah, Kareem, LeBron, Mike. In some order, in whatever order you. Oh, I was gonna say, oh no, no! I think he wanted it in order. I want an order. I mean, Mike. My, I mean, uh, LeBron, Mike, Kareem. Yes, agreed. Agreed. What did you say? Sorry, I. Uh, what was it? LeBron, was Mike. Order? LeBron, Mike, Kareem. Oh boy, that's awful. How's that awful? It's awful. LeBron's not number one. Yes, he is. He's the best no, he's basketball playing human ever. That's all time. Yes, he is. You're, yes, a, you're a jackass. Both of you he's he's jackass. magic and and Michael combined into one player. Yes. Oh 100%. my gosh! No, it's it's it's, it's pretty tough. It's Jordan, but Jordan. I know you're a big Michael Jordan fan, so um, <laughs> big Chicago I, I, fan. Yeah, I love Chicago. Love Chicago. Love Chicago. Chicago. Anything Chicago. That tells you how, how how wrong you guys are. If I put Jordan up there, but yeah, I do yeah. love you have Kareem in there. I think having. Uh, it's a, it's, it's, I mean, it's a like, good, it's, so but again, this is the discussion, college, right? This is, it's the same a, thing you're just talking. That's why I, being a college fan, it is tough to say that there are greater basketball careers than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had. I mean, like it, it's like Kareem and Oscar Robertson. It's like, I don't, yeah, that's another one. I love that he's. He's one of the so greatest players ever. Nobody ever mentions him. We're at we're at ninety minutes. The rant that I everybody has a rant that they have. By the way, I always put Bill away. Russell in my top five. Always. I mean, uh, so th there are actually five legitimate answers. Russell and Wilt, you could also yep. put up on there if you named any one of those five players. You are correct. It's fine. Um, anybody outside, it's a little bit you know thing, but like any one of those five, you're good. Um, Awful but, news out of the Penn State game. O'Boyle is down with a thigh bruise, it looks oh, like. Oh, no, he doesn't rule. Um, He's walking it off, though. One of my rants that I have, at any point you could stop me, is that Oscar Robertson had the greatest basketball career of anybody. The triple-doubles? Is that what you're going to talk about? Anybody from the state of Indiana, Oscar Robertson is number one in their career. Like in, in high school, college, pros. I Oscar love Robertson. It. I love that. Could, you could that doesn't sound offensive, and then you're like, wait a second. Wait a That's second, really this Larry offensive. Joe. Wait a exactly. minute, Larry Joe exists. Yeah, I, I know. love it. I know what I'm saying. I love it. Big O in high school, in college, in the pros. There's nobody that had nobody could stand up to Oscar Robertson's full length of a career except yeah. for Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Those are yeah. the two. 
Um, awesome. So that's that. That is my rant for for minute ninety. I think we're I think we're no. That's up. great. That's good stuff. We didn't mention AJ's by the way yet. I don't think. I know you have a what bumper, but you, I like to put it in the show to bake it what in. Could you get it? Heck yeah. I don't bake anything in. It's always fried at AJ's, and yeah, it's it's the pretzels. Fried. Give me those damn fried pretzels. One thing that's underrated, I never talk about, by the way, at AJ's, is their waffle fries with with the cheese sauce or the Chipotle yes. Ranch. Yes. I don't even know if Chipotle Ranch is on the menu. Ask for it. Dip the fries. They are freaking crunchy. And for me, I can't stop eating them. Like, I can't do it. If they're in front of me, I'll just continue. You you bring more. I I will eat 15 pounds of waffle fries. Remember, when you're at AJ's, order your vegetables, get some mac and cheese bites. It'll be good. It'll be good. Yeah, the mac and cheese bites delicious. I was craving. I was seeing somebody make some mac and cheese bites on like my YouTube reels, and I was like, "Oh, AJ's, I miss you. Yeah. I yeah, miss exactly. you so bad." Just yeah, walk you walk in, in like exactly. Greg McManus. You walk in, you yell, "Boiled!" Just see what happens. We don't. It's not. It's not. It doesn't mean anything, but do it. They'll, yeah, Just they'll be like, "Oh, these guys oh, again." Boy. They've got. I got to say, every time I go in there, I meet a new server. They're all great. Yep. They're all great. They are great. Great staff. Eataj's.com. Uh, that's AJ's by the fire station, like my dad says. Burgers. I'm fine. AJ's, I'm fine. I know, I, but my dad, I like his descriptor is good though. I oh, like what the saying. what the actual uh, sponsor told us they wanted us to say. But burgers, you, we should beef, go with what your dad. Burgers, beef, beer. That's AJ's by the fire station. They said I'm fine, but that's they fine. Said I'm we'll fine. do it your way. We'll I do it way. both ways. I do it both ways. I bet you do. <laughs> I do it all ways. I guarantee my dad didn't get this far into the show. Um, yeah. So uh, final thoughts on the night. It looks like uh, everything's super fun. Super it's, fun. It's, a, a privilege, it's, it's a privilege for uh, those fans in Bloomington to see Zach. To see uh, the greatest player in the to nation. See the, to see the you know one of the greatest college basketball players of all time. That and their fan base deserved to see him at his peak. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm glad that they got to see it. Adam says they make 10 gallons of ranch a day. And I think when I was there for the tournament selection, I, I pretty much had most of that seven or eight. Cause they didn't have any students on campus. So I had to help them out. I had to help them get rid of it. So I went to AJ's three times during at least three times during football season. And they're going to say during one visit. That's why I started laughing. No, I think it might. I I was going to say I might've gone twice during one visit. So it was at least three. It might've been twice in one of the weekends I was there. And then, and we finished up our last visit after the IU football game with all of us getting a table there in the corner. And, and that was good. That was times. fun. That good was a great night. Great afternoon. Um, I hope you do another show from there. I think that'd be a great idea. I would like I to. That, I would like to. I got to see how the schedule falls. All comes down to the kids' yeah. spring break. And yep. uh, so, yeah, I, 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 LBD does not have his final decision yet. We are trying to figure out what's going to be. We got some meetings set up. I assume like, he'll have a table at AJ's and hats on the hats. table. And- Yep. Right. No, but there's some, there's some, Anish, these are things that make sense to you for multiple reasons. I don't think they even had these when Jay and I were in college. I'm not trying to be funny. Honors colleges and stuff like that. They help you get a better dorm room, help you get uh, a different type of diploma. He's invited to parties that you were invited to that I will never be invited to with, uh, with his grades and things like that. So he's trying to figure out what he's going to do, but He's thrown a little wrench into it recently, talking about the Air Force Academy, and he's way late on it. So now he's saying, what if I tried to transfer over there? I'm like, dude, 
So anyway, he's uh, he's a great he's a great kid, and he's a boilermaker at heart. Even if he doesn't go there, somebody three somebody's are pulling for him. Say that. He's, I mean, like, well, yeah, but we we could exert a pressure campaign if we had to. No, we wouldn't do that. We would. No, no. We actually we've made two visits for the top two in the la- in the next month. We are we have meetings. It's not visits now. It's meetings with different people. And you're yeah, I don't understand any of this. Nobody wanted to talk to me as a senior in high school. <laughs> one-on-one they're like "Mm, okay you're in congratulations that's as good as you get uh but with him when they want you to come they they set up meetings that's that's what i found out (laughs) nobody Uh, ever asked me me for a meeting so um but uh, was an enjoyable evening Uh, it's always fun and i am really glad i will say this i am very happy to get together with you guys i know we meet and we talk uh via text and phone whatever uh, voice memo but it is great to to do a handsome hour an impromptu kind of quasi impromptu handsome hour with you guys it's a pleasure okay um and thank you to everybody for tuning <laughs> yeah the nil is important for lbd no doubt um and uh thank you guys for tuning in the lively conversation as you guys enjoyed yourself and didn't care about what we were saying that's special stuff uh purdue is now what 16 and 2 is that correct they're number yeah, sure, two. In the, I just say it. Okay, sure. 16-2, number two in the nation. And uh, there's lots of basketball to be played, lots of fun to be, have, be had. It has been a great night with all of you guys. I love you guys. 